Coming up on The Bridge, Christina Cassioppo, co-founder and CEO of Vanta, joins the show to talk about how Christina's experience as a PM at Dropbox, building Dropbox paper, gave her the insight to starting Vanta, one of the fastest growing companies in the security and compliance space. We touch on what is going on in that industry and why it is absolutely primed to explode, as well as the impact that AI is going to have on the category. Shifting gears, we look at Vanta's capital and fundraising strategy. Vanta has some incredible partnerships, but Christina talks about the point at which founders should raise or consider raising strategic capital and then what stage it makes sense to do so. And then, you know, Vanta is a really special company, but Christina acknowledges that not all startups are that special and that sometimes you just got to do the things that you need to do. Again, just the basics, building block stuff that just get the job done. So some great reflection points in there. Great interview. Without further ado, all right, let's get into the show. Giddy up. Assassin's state of mind. Hustle, grind. See them dollar signs. Assassin's state of mind. Assassin's state of mind. Hustle, grind. See them dollar signs way above the bottom line. Assassin's state of mind. Hustle, grind. See them dollar signs. Assassin's state of mind. Assassin's state of mind. Hustle, grind. See them dollar signs way above the bottom line. Assassin's state of mind. They say money over everything. Everything. Gation the game. Shopping for a wedding ring, salary, startups, crypto, stock exchange. Appreciate every penny. Pocket change. One phone call and your life can change. What's your love language can do? All right. I am here with Christina Cassioppo, CEO and co-founder of Vanta. Thank you so much for making the time to sit down and talk. Thank you so much for having me. Been opening up the conversations with just general introductions. I love, uh, I know you mentioned you're from the Midwest, hail from the Midwest as well from Ohio, but share a little bit about your background and would love to start with the founding story behind Vanta. For sure. So grew up in Columbus, Ohio, daughter of two university professors, younger brother, pretty standard Midwestern childhood, I think. Thought I wanted to be a professor until I was about 20 years, just because it was what I understood it, what adults in my life did, like. It was really fun to go learn things. And then somewhere toward the end of college, realized there were other career paths beside academia. Took me a while to truly realize that, but eventually got Um My family's still in Columbus. We'll always be there. Nice to go back. But Vanta started four or five years ago now. So prior to Vanta, it was a product manager at Dropbox working on what at the time was a new product, Dropbox Paper. Mm-hmm. Collaborative document editor, sort of Dropbox version of the Dots. Um, we looked at integrating with paper, actually, because we were oh. like from the disco Slack yeah, yeah. days, we were like, oh, we should be in in the paper. Experience. Yes. Yep, yep, that was yep. sort of thing. We, that was some of the original ideas. Like, you know, these documents with canvases and you could bring in yep. other applications. And as we were building that out, you know, sort of the whole, so paper, it sort of come in through an acquisition, separate tech stack. But the idea was, hey, we can build this product, give it to Dropbox customers, take off, take it to the world, roughly, at least the collaborative world. Um, and I was a PM somewhat trying to do that. And started giving the product to existing Dropbox customers, which I thought was be a very good PF until the legal team came over at my desk and asked me what I was doing for the violating all the contract <laughs> that said, you know, Dropbox is secure and compliant and pen tested and all these things that he didn't really know what they meant. And Dropbox was, but our, our product was not. And so then we had a choice, which was spend a year and a half and 
get secured compliance, um, pause on product market fit, pause on product integration, or keep going, don't have any users who are current Dropbox customers. There's a lot of Dropbox customers in the world. That's actually the path we took. But there was just a moment of learning about the process, why it would take a year and a half. Even at Dropbox in like 2015, 2016, like the height of their power. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at it and being like, oh, in theory, this is a really good idea, right? There's, you know, you want to get your product secure. You want someone to verify that it's secure, that folks trust. You know, there's a trusted party that does that. Everyone else can, can uh, believe in that. You don't have to do it one-off along the way. Again, in practice, year and a half screenshot, you know, accountants teaching them how the cloud infrastructure worked. It was uh, a little comical. Been there, especially the security side. That hits home, really. <laughs> the legal compliance yeah. piece of it hits home. So looking forward, I uh, appreciate the, the backstory and the context. It feels like there's been a lot of around security compliance lately, but where do you see the landscape evolving in the coming years? So if you had to put your futuristic hat on and what do you think are some of the emerging trends that are going to be interesting that Levo have an impact on Vanta and your customers? Yeah, so a couple of folks. So one, and this is some of the founding thesis of Vanta, but it just seemed like it'll be more and more pressure to demonstrate security, demonstrate compliance with privacy regulations to demonstrate trust going forward. Right. And if you think about building software, I mean, you did this in you know, 2015 or 2010, there was a lot of just general excitement. I'm like, oh, a new tool? Like, give them your email. Give them, why don't you just give them your bank account number? Like, you know, maybe they'll do something cool with it. And now when it comes to reading tool, you're just like, what disaster is going to take place of like yeah. any, anything? And I think that skepticism, one, just kind of hurts folks who make software, trying to make software that that impacts more positively. And two, they're just getting so much more pressure to, again, demonstrate clients to build trust. And so the, num- the number of regulations, the frequency any customer that asks for this stuff is just kind of, we've seen it basically skyrocket since 2018. And I think that will just continue. So it's kind of a more of a headwind, I think, for software builders in terms of like a countervailing force or a tailwind. I think AI is really exciting here, right? Because one of the things we've learned over the past couple of years is, okay, there's more and more need to to demonstrate trustworthiness, but there's so many ways to do it. And there've been so many industry efforts to try to standardize everyone on like, like one questionnaire, one form, one regulation. It just never worked. There's a very funny XKCD about standards if your audience is familiar with it. Which is, you know, of course, all the other standards are broken. Let's make another one. And so I think there will just be more, again, more and more of these. But I think AI is this really neat opportunity to, if you have the underlying data, you know about like the security posture, security practices of the company, put it in whatever format someone wants and do that, again, with AI, not with someone painstakingly going through and having to understand all the new questions, the state, you know, figure out how to answer it one off. So I think that's really exciting. I'd love to hear your perspective on sort of the scale of things too, because I know there's a lot of, as it relates to AI too, governance and conversations that are happening right now around not just data state client standards, but also just how AI is being used. I don't yeah. know if that's something that you're thinking about. or It is. I think because again, I think this is like, this is what kind of building software, building new technology in 2023 is like not 2013 is, yeah. okay, this could be really promising. It could also, it's also it's going to be really powerful. And what sort of guardrails are, how do we think about that? And that's the technology generally, the training data, that's bias you can bake in. You know, there's a bunch of stuff going on here, whether it's industry association, whether it's government. So we're talking really closely. I think yeah. there's a ton there. 
So uh, shifting gears a little bit, you recently announced a few strategic investment partners. So HubSpot, Atlassian, and Workday, as well as deepening partnership with CrowdStrike. I'd love to get your point of view on raising strategic capital from a founder's perspective, as well as just how you're thinking about partnerships overall in your category. Yeah. So, okay. I think a couple of things. I mean, most broadly, we're really partnerships driven at Vanta. And I think, again, some of that's the, you know, there's already a million standards. You can throw a millionth and first on top of the stack, but who cares? Yeah. Beside us, kind of, right? Like customers yeah. don't. And so how do you build alliances across the industry there? So it's just like at the very highest level. In terms of the investment, so a couple of things. So one, so for all of the investment partners, we are also rolling out or working on rolling out strong product partnerships or go-to-market integrations. Mm -hmm. And so we we sort of thought of the investments as a way that you can go as a startup, right? It sounds compelling to go pursue a partnership with a big company, but the big company's got a million priorities. And yeah. it's like really hard to get them to care about your stuff. And so the investments we chose were ones where they're actually, we did find the partnership aligned. And then we're like, okay, can we kind of get you even more on Deep Team Vanta, right, yep. with the investment. So that was sort of a guiding principle is, you know, for all of those names, they're saying, again, we're rolling out, we're working on there. I think the other part, too, was just win one, because I think even if this isn't optically, when you have one strategic investor, oh, are they just going to buy you someday, yep. right? Yep, yep, yep. And no, that is not the plan at all. Vanta generally are fitting those parts. And so having multiple, so a little bit of like an optics point, objection handling that one. A follow-up question to that is, when, when do you think it makes sense for founders to raise strategic capital? Mm -hmm. Sort of when should they, they avoid it? It sounds like there, yeah. there's strong strategic alignment, but I, your point around diversifying is also really a really good one. I think it's when, you know, again, your startup can actually get on the agenda of yeah. the other city. Um, and like, yes, if you can't, there's a little bit of the halo of, oh, CrowdStrike is a great brand and they like you. And that is worth something. But, you know, when a partnership where CrowdStrike's deeply integrated with Vanta, CrowdStrike reps are talking about Vanta and CrowdStrike customer, right? Like that, that's clearly much better. And so sort of at the point where you can get the attention of a large company and start actually moving the dish. Right. Okay. So getting a little vulnerable here, if you're comfortable sharing, what is one mistake that you've made as a first-time founder, and what did you learn from that experience? I think, okay, I think in the early days, we thought Vanta was very special. Vanta is very special. But we were so special that we didn't have the standard roles that a SaaS company does. Um, customer success is kind of the most acute example here. I think partially because we didn't really know what customer success was, had come from the product development side, and so hadn't really interacted. Customer success seemed like support but not really. If you have support, that's fine. And upsell, we didn't have any upsell. So we're like, oh, we don't have customer six. Um, but we have a special, you know, the special role is called audit operations. It's an operational, right? Help. Anyway. And so we kind of crafted this very specific role and then tried to get people interested in it. But we are like, what background is that? And then, yeah. you know, you show up and ask someone, do you want to be at work in audit operations? And they're like, what is it? <laughs> you know, yeah. you kind of made life hard there. We made this like really complicated interview process that was like looking for someone to be excellent at seven things. No one is excellent at seven things. We interviewed lots of people, found they were not excellent at all seven. You know, it was just like so much effort where I think in retrospect, you're like, we're a SaaS company. SaaS company generally have customer success. You know, like how much and what the role is might change over time. But there's this thing we should be reinventing. 
and there's things we should not be reinventing. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I think we got a little excited about reinventing too much. That's a really good one. Okay, I know we're, we're coming to the end of the time here. So Banta has been a rocket ship. You've, you've eclipsed 5,000 customers, recently acquired TrustPage, and I know earlier this year announced the release of a vendor risk management solution. So a lot going on in addition to the partnerships. So what's next for you all? And is there anything else that you want to look? Love to. Love the opportunity. We think of the vendor risk piece. It's a new new product category for us. So the way we've thought about it is Vanta itself is in the business of helping companies build out security and then go demonstrate that security to build trust. So, right, you can do that with a client certification, SOC 2. You can do it with security questionnaires and getting the answers there. You can do it with a trust report or a trust page, which you can kind of think of as like a real-time security status page. It's a bunch there to serve the folks who build and sell software. The vendor is product is a product for software buyers. And it's kind of comes from the observation just from our customers that more, more and more risk in a company comes from all the cloud software they're using and all the accounts. Um, and they, you know, your vendor's breach ends up being your breach. And so you know, that's, anyways, we're very excited to, to kind of build these products both for software buyers and software vendors and sellers and, and build those together and kind of help our 5,000 plus customers open up new markets, sell more, grow their businesses. Fantastic. Well, again, thank you so much for making the time and excited to see where the company continues to grow. And yeah, we'll have to have you back on the show here in not too long. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Thanks Wonderful to talk to you. Yeah, you too. All right, that is a wrap. Again, shout out to Christina Cassioppo and the entire team at Vanta. Yeah, really enjoyed the conversation and some awesome insights on the whole idea around just thinking about your hiring plan and the core hires that you should just you just need to have. You just need to have them in place to build and scale your company. Not sometimes it's just peanut butter and jelly. Nothing fancy. Just do the thing. As well as just thinking about uh, you know at what point to bring strategic investors into the folds. Some great stuff there. All right, this week on the podcast, we've got, again, a great interview coming up with none other than, we're going to have a Super Bowl champion on the podcast. Not going to lie. You're going to want to stay on the lookout for that one with the football season coming up, getting you ready for fantasy football. We're going to be talking about gaming, so excited to have that episode coming out here. In the meantime, again, founders, you want to take the hard road, take the bridge, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and be sure, if you don't already, follow us on The X and TikTok at The Bridge Round. Leave a review on any and all those platforms if you if you feel inclined to do so. But again, every week, appreciate y'all tuning in. Keep hustling. Keep grinding. See them dollar signs. Grind. Assassin's state of mind. Hustle. Grind. See them dollar signs. Assassin's state of mind. Assassin's state of mind. Hustle. Grind. See them dollar signs way above the bottom line. Assassin's state of mind. Hustle. Grind. See them dollar signs. Assassin's state of mind. Assassin's state of mind. Hustle. Grind. See them dollar signs way above the bottom line. Assassin's state of mind. They say money over everything. Everything. Nation of game. Shopping for a wedding ring, salary, startups, crypto, stock exchange. Appreciate every penny. I can change. One phone call, 